A year ago today, Najib Razak was facing the prospect of either winning or losing Malaysia's 14th general elections. He lost, and today faces the court for the 16th day in the SRC international trial. And today, Najib also faced an accusation of taking a selfie in court. He explained he did not. He was just using the phone to check his face. By the Malaysian Insight, this is The People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. Najib, in a grey pinstripe suit and a brown tie, had some company in the courtroom today. He was chatting light-heartedly with former Treasury Secretary-General Erwan Seriga Abdullah in the public gallery before proceedings started. As the court bailiff called out, Court Bangun, which translates to Court Rise, to announce the entrance of Judge Mohammad Nazlan Mohammad Ghazali, Najib and Irwan made their way into the dock. Both have been jointly charged with six counts of criminal breach of trust, or CBT, for allegedly misappropriating some 6.64 billion ringgit in government funds. It was reported that the funds which were allocated under Budget 2017 for certain purposes, including the management expenditure of the Kuala Lumpur International Airport, subsidies and cash assistance, were instead channelled to 1MDB. 1MDB then allegedly used the money to repay its debts, including 1.2 billion US dollars to the Abu Dhabi Sovereign Wealth Fund, the International Petroleum Investment Company, IPIC, in April 2017. Judge Naslan fixed December 2019 to February 2020 to hear the IPIC trial. Irwan, his lawyers and the prosecuting team exited the courtroom, leaving Najib alone in the dock once more. Maybank KL branch manager Halija Abdul Wahad was back on the stand. Yesterday, Halija spoke about three companies which all sounded like developers. They were previously reported to be subsidiaries of Putrajaya Pradana Sindhya Burhat, which had once belonged to Najib's friend Lo Tek Joe. Putrajaya Pradana was believed to have been sold in 2008 to UBG Burhad, which is linked to former Sarawak Chief Minister Taib Mahmud and was later acquired by Petro Saudi International Limited in Seychelles. Back to the three companies. Their names are pretty confusing. So to make this more digestible, we're calling Putra Pradana Construction as PPC, Putra Pradana Development as PPD, and the third company, Permai Binaraya, as Permai. Halija said that money was transferred in a total of 10 transactions between the three companies, SRC and Najib's personal and bank accounts from July 2014 to January 2015. For more on what Halija said, go back to yesterday's episode. 
we recommend that you listen to this podcast in chronological order for it to make sense. Now Yvonne will tell you more about the testimony given today by Halija and the witness that came after her, Norlina Mahmud, who looks after Rintas transactions at Maybank. Halija confirmed that Putrajaya Perdana's managing director, Rosman Abdullah, and former director Jerome Lee Taklung were both signatories and directors of Permai and PPC. This made it easier for them to move money between the companies. The transactions between the two companies between July 2014 and January 2015 was authorised by them and was done by way of instruction letters and cheques. Shafi'i suggested that perhaps the cheque issuer intended to cover up the source of funds from the payee. Halija agreed and was excused soon after that. Nurlina basically confirmed Halija's testimony. She verified electronic transaction records that showed money movements between PPC, Permai, SRC and Najib's accounts. Through all this, Najib, who sat at the corner of his 11 by 3.5 foot dog, was visibly reading his book Winners and How They Succeed by Alastair Campbell. The author was former British Prime Minister Tony Blair's chief spokesman and campaign director. After Nolina's testimony, the court took a break. The next two witnesses were M. Ambalagam from the Contributions Department of Retirement Fund Inc. or KWAP and Amira Mohamed Noor from the Fund's Investment Support and Services Department. She retired last year. If you remember, SRC had taken two loans of two billion ringgit each from KWAP in 2011 and 2012. Listen in detail to how KWAP had approved this loan amidst dubious circumstances in episodes 14 and 15. Ambalagam told the court that he had approved the payment voucher for KWAP's first 2 billion ringgit loan to SRC in August 29, 2011 because Amira was on leave. The second loan in 2012 was signed off by Amira in two payment vouchers of 1 billion ringgit each. She told the court her role was not to question payments or loans made out by KWAP, but added that the 4 billion ringgit loan to SRC was among the largest she had seen during her tenure. Court then took its 30-minute prayer and lunch break, and Najib left for home. When trial resumed, Prosecutor V. Sitambaram brought up reports claiming Najib had been taking selfies during court proceedings, which went viral on WhatsApp. Najib's lead counsel, Shafi Abdullah, objected fiercely. Ravin will tell you more about that bit of drama. Shafi responded to these claims angrily, calling those reports unwelcome journalism and sarcastically said that the reporter who wrote that report must have superpowers to see Najib taking selfies in court. He said, quote unquote, if they want to be treated as the fourth or fifth estate, they can't behave like estate people. Judge Nazlan addressed Najib directly and asked if he did do what was reported. Najib stood up, 
straightened his suit jacket and said he had actually turned on the selfie camera to use as a mirror. The judge accepted the explanation and gave a reminder that any form of recording or photography was forbidden in open court and anyone who broke the rules can be held in contempt. He added that he didn't want issues like these to distract from the case in hand. He then ordered for the next witness to be called. The next witness was also from KWAP. Wearing a colourful headscarf and a long string of pearls around her neck, Aslida Mazni Arshad was Vice President of the Fund's Legal and Secretarial Department. Aslida told the court that she attended a July 19, 2014 meeting as a recording secretary, during which an investment paper for 2 billion ringgit was presented to KWAP's investment panel. She confirmed that Najib, who was then Prime Minister, had urged the fund's chairman to hasten the loan process. The witness said that the panel had agreed that 2 billion ringgit was too big an amount to give to a company such as SRC, which only had paid up capital of 2 ringgit. The panel was not confident with SRC's ability to manage investments and decided to consider the loan if it were made directly to 1MDB instead of SRC, because the former was wholly owned by MOF Incorporated. Nevertheless, she said, all six panel members later voted unanimously to give the 2 billion ringgit to SRC. Aslida was excused and will return next Tuesday for cross-examination. Starting next week, SRC proceedings will take over the 1MDB trial dates and continue into June. Court will not be in session daily, so watch out for our updates. This podcast was produced, written and mixed by Revati Supramaniam, Yapik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. I'm Patrick Teo.